Here at Mountain Dew, it's easy to tell who really loves the outdoors. For one thing, there's the rack on your car and the hitch on the back of your truck. There's your garage full of toys, from dirt bikes to wakeboards. And there's your cooler full of Mountain Dew, always at the ready. Because when it's time to get out there, you know, climb into your deer stand or your fishing boat, a cooler of ice-cold Mountain Dew, that's as important a piece of outdoor gear as your spinning rod or your four-wheeler. Mountain Dew. Get out and do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to The Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... What to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker! Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. A&E, and I, uh, this last week, for you guys, because you know, I virtually, other than Jeff Hardy getting drunk again, I did not really <laughs> find too much stuff too interesting. But t- this week, plenty of stuff to give to you guys as well. So we're going to go ahead with episode 108 of the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. And joining me on the podcast today, stepping in for my co host, is my wife, the greatest catch, Lady Sketch. What's going on, y'all? So welcome to my podcast over here Russ. I obviously been here many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my co-host Q Flow, Flow the Rookie, keep your head up. You know, he uh unfortunately had a passing in his family when I recording this, but even before I found out that news, he wasn't going to be on here anyway because he was down at Otakon with the other 90% of the Nerd Coalition. Uh-huh. So they were down there at Otakon uh, this past weekend. And living up anime convention down in D.C., so they enjoyed themselves. I hope so. Yeah. I, you know, I obviously find out later when they do come back. So uh, he wasn't gonna be on here anyway, but I did hear the unfortunate news. So I just want to make sure that you know, you uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to you. And literally, it ain't just about you know thoughts and prayers. I forgot about you. If you need me, you call me. God, day, I shut all this shit down for you. So it doesn't matter. So we're going to go get into some wrestling uh, news today. But before we always do that, we got to make sure we give gratification and pay the bills. And uh, I have to make sure I show love to Spaces Philly. Uh, Spaces Philly, the production company we are a part of, that is all your podcast needs on there with some of the popular shows on there, the Lulu and Pop and the Lulu and Pop Horror War Show, which new content is coming within the next weeks, actually, I was told by uh, the president over there, uh, President MP, that's what I'm going to call him. And then uh, also we have Both Sides Show. There's a web series that's that's coming, and then there's other new podcasts that's coming too, and the Nerd Coalition is on that side as well, as you guys just listened to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, along with uh, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, and of course, Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, and of course, uh, my wife's podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, and then my friend's podcast, Left Brain, Best Friend Brother, uh, Drug Thoughts, Sober Tongues, and B 
be aware for quarter three of a new podcast arising of, of a subject matter of men talk. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to figure out the name. Name TBD. Yeah, name TBD. So make sure you guys check that out. You guys can find us on all the podcast apps. Once again, we are on Stitcher, except, except for Spotify, which I would I, I want to get on Spotify. I want to get on Podbean. And I want to get. I don't know if we're iHeartRadio ready yet, but I say, but definitely Podbean. <laughs> I, I think definitely Podbean and Spotify. I want to get on there, but definitely Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, along with Google Play and Spreaker. And of course, if you listen to us on YouTube, YouTube Premium. But if you have Google Play already, I was informed that YouTube Premium should be part of the deal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll make sure I, I, I do that the way. I want to make sure I give MP some love. You know, say last name says Petty. <laughs> you ain't right. I know. No, he, he won't listen to this this section of it. At least. I know. Uh, but uh, anyway, so time for some WWE talk from uh, last week. A lot of things going on, and you know what? I think the best way for me to start off my show is to get all the animosity that's out of me. Uh oh. Yeah, and I think one thing I want to talk, I want to bring to somebody's attention, is because this is what I wish. My co-host was here, mm-hmm. so I, I can just really just dig in him. But even though <laughs> he won't say much, he just he he, he just be like, "You you right, I guess," <laughs> you know. But they're still my boys though. But Jimmy Uso, oh. Jimmy Uso is in the news, dot 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 again. Yeah. And this is about either the third or fourth time uh, arrest DUI has happened. He has had one back when. They were the Island Usos. Mm-hmm. Back when he still had the individuals. Yes. Then he had one uh, re- not too long ago where he tried to square up with a cop with Naomi in the car in Detroit. Bruh, I don't know where you think you're at, but that wasn't a good idea. Just, just, just be lucky that you're still alive today. And... The most recent one is him, you know, driving under the influence again. Where was he at this time, did it say? I think it was Florida. So, probably home. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, on the Raw reunion, the Usos come back and they want to bring back the Dr. Dr. Thugonomics, John Cena. Of course. And, you know, John Cena, like, yo, man, I ain't going to get bested. You know, he he, you know, he about the culture, like like, like my man said. Like Hugh <laughs> Flo would say, he about that culture. So, uh, he comes out and says, you look just like your mug shots. You know, how's it feel being arrested? Now, I don't know, after Jay Uso shot out the, you know, uh, the police officer county that he got arrested in, uh, they had to look on the faces. I was like, I hope Jimmy Uso don't do no shit like this again. <gasps> well, <laughs> it looks like apparently that... Not even a week later. Not even a week later. That is the case. So, let me release a statement. That was a copy and paste statement of the last time. And the last time Jeff Hardy got in trouble. Jeff Hardy got in trouble. Uh, what it said that Jimmy Uso is responsible. Oh no, they use his real name. Oh, Jonathan Fatu. Jonathan Fatu is uh, responsible for his own actions. <laughs> what? No, WWE, at some point, you gotta say something else. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you know, I guess they, they got bigger problems going on. So, okay. here's the thing I want to break down, because I was just talking to you about this before I hit that record button. And I want to say, 
This is about Jimmy Uso. Like, you know, I am beyond disappointed mm-hmm. in Jimmy Uso. I'm actually borderline angry, mm-hmm. if not already angry, at Jimmy Uso. Because, one, I've seen the Usos live. I've seen them perform. There's some very talented dudes right there. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. And they come from a very extensive, extensive family. Mm-hmm. But how many times do you have to get arrested for the same thing over and over again before it hits you? And I think with these situations that it hasn't hit him yet. Mm. It hasn't hit him at all. It hasn't. The, the reality hasn't sunk in that driving under the influence, like when you're alcohol, because look, we all had them prime moments. Anybody that's over the age of 21, or shit, even before the age of 21, had, especially men, had a problem with when they get a little but I'm not drunk. I can do that. And, and part of it is to show off. Mm-hmm. And part of it is it's a pride thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I should be able to do all so I'm not doing that drunk. And people don't really realize how drunk they are until sometimes they stand Until up. you stand up. <laughs> it's a, That's when it hits you. Like, you, a, like a sack of bricks. Yeah. And everybody who drinks wants to be kind of like immortal or wants to be like the like what they used to call my dad back in the day like the, the uh, rocker thing that, that always the weevil wobble but yeah, they it, don't it, fall down it exactly we wobble but they never fall down that, that was his nickname back in the day no but <laughs> I'm saying but I know me I didn't grow up in the south I don't have the skills you don't have the tolerance I don't have the tolerance for that everybody does it but for some reason us men all want to have that tolerance and all feels that we can do this stuff and I don't truly think that he knows what danger he's putting himself into, other people, and his his wife, his kids, his brother, his family, his legacy, his name, and his job's name. Mm-hmm. And it, it bothers me because every year we lose people to drunk drivers. Yep. And it's... To the day we both close our eyes, there will still be drunk drivers, assholes on the street. And I, I know we're making strides to get rid of that. We like people trying, but that don't mean they're gonna stop. It don't mean they're gonna stop. The crazy part about it. And it's a it's a very hard reality because I'm a kind of guy I don't I mean death happens. Mm-hmm. Death always gonna happen. And death is always gonna happen like the way you want it, it's not always gonna be justified. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I kind of like squeal when at pre- preventable deaths, mm-hmm. deaths that could have been prevented, mm-hmm. and and sometimes things are just accident like a freak accident, yeah. and there's some things that's just like you had the power to not do that, True. and getting in the car intoxicated. And driving the, for the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Because how many times? Who knows how many times he didn't get caught? Good point. Yeah, good. That's a good point. Also, I times he didn't get caught, and it, it always had a personal core with me. I, I shared this story with my wife. I'm gonna share it real quick because when I was younger, I in my teenage years, you know, I was a 
for anybody in Philadelphia, I was on Roosevelt Boulevard. I know a lot of people that listen know That's about a dangerous strip already. Dangerous, exactly. For for people who live in Philly, know about Roosevelt Boulevard. People who live in the country, honestly, Roosevelt Boulevard, I think, was voted one of the worst roads in the nation. So that's yeah. that's wild. Yeah, if, if people will just run lights, mm-hmm. not pay attention, and then you and look to the people fair, you got people do some crazy ass jaywalking on, on, on Roosevelt Boulevard. Yes, jaywalking, drag racing, all kinds of stuff. So things are bound to happen. So me, my sister, and my mom were coming back from my dad's house. And because uh, he lived in the Northeast and we lived over still, uh, Mount Pleasant. At, well, I was going over there because I live with, with my dad at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was going over there to visit them. And we're sitting at a red light. And all of a sudden, my sister screams. And all of a sudden, the car just, our car, lunges forward with all us in the car. And then... As we're trying to shake the cobwebs out and realize what the fuck happened, mm-hmm. it's like a bomb went off in the back of our car. We see this other car, this truck, it was a truck, like a pickup truck, go around us and slam right into this SUV a family of like a mother, father, and three of their kids. Now, I am proud to say on this podcast that everybody that was caught in that collision, at least at that time, survived. survived. I don't know what happened after that. That was mm-hmm. 10 plus years ago. Yeah. But it, what happened was that a, a guy was drunk driving, speeding down the boulevard, hit a car behind us so hard, the car smacked in. We, we were stopped. Mm-hmm. Even the car behind us smacked into us to make us go through the light, almost feet down the road. Yards, I should say. And for him to come around and smack dead in the head on to this family. There are there are cases like this every year where an accident just like that happens mm-hmm. and nobody makes it. And, or it seems like there's always that's like that and you always kill them kids. It's, it, it, it's hurtful. And now you have Jimmy Uso who goes out here and does this stuff. And you may think that you're big and bad and that won't happen to me. But whether you speed and whether... Because alcohol is a depressant. It will make you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't get drunk the same. Yeah. The body don't react to it all the same. You can easily, easily fall asleep behind the wheel. And then, then all of a sudden, your foot go down that pedal. And it gets even faster. It gets, it gets even faster. Because I've been in an accident like that. We were going 90. Mm-hmm. And the person who was driving fell asleep. And that's how we got to 90. Cause we weren't driving 90, just driving that. Yeah. And we slammed into the back of <clears throat> uh, a car in front of us on the boulevard. <laughs> like, the boulevard is just trash. Mm-hmm. And nobody was, uh, as far as I know, seriously injured. In our car, I was the only one who was injured. So, it's just like, you got to be more aware. Like, come on. There's no <clears throat> reason to do this. I really think the problem here is, he hadn't had to face any repercussions for his actions because of who he is. WWE is not punishing him. He's obviously not going to jail. So, because normally when you have this many DUIs, they take your license. Yeah. Or you go to jail. That you don't just get to keep driving. Now, mind you, his license could very well already be suspended and he's still driving. But either way, WWE, they always put out the same statement. Such and such is responsible for their own actions until 
something happens and that person or someone they got in an accident with, accident with dies and some attorney comes up with the fact that hey uh WWE doesn't provide adequate health care so my client had to self-medicate and got drunk and ran behind the wheel and he died or somebody he, somebody else he slammed into died and then now you have a problem on your hands because you've created this they're responsible for their own actions instead of reprimanding them because they're in the public eye and they represent you yeah but once again that's Vince Man playing favoritism because even if you you know the whole case thing they're going to come back with the independent contractor thing anyway so it doesn't matter it, because it, he, it, should, it doesn't he's that's still your independent contractor or not still your employer we both know that crazier things have happened in courtrooms uh-huh than somebody saying you you and uh, your company and the requirements that you set upon my client caused him to do this just like CTE mm-hmm. just like uh just like Roy Rage etc etc so it's not like it can't be done to be honest for the for the well-being of him and anyone else he could hurt Someone he needs to be reprimanded somehow. If the if the legal system's not gonna do it, you should do it because he still represents you, independent contractor or not, mm-hmm. and whether he's responsible for his own actions. It's like people get buried for way less. And you are let him be in title matches the next? Like it it's has been a week. And they're in a title match? I I'm confused. I'm just I'm baffled by the whole thing. And before we got on air, I was saying, well, where is Naomi at? And it's just like, he's a grown man. She can't be responsible for his actions at all times. But it's just like somebody has to be able to get through it to him. A, her, a family member, a co-worker who he's, uh, you know, especially cool with. Nobody can seem to get through them. Like, maybe he has a problem if that's the case. Well, we say nobody because we don't see nobody because we don't work there. Mm-hmm. It could be a thing where people are talking to him. It could be a thing where people are like they they they, they get into him, and then all of a sudden it's kind of falling off the rails because it'd be like he'll, he'll, he'll have a DUI arrest, mm-hmm. and then years we don't hear nothing. Then he has something else, mm-hmm. and then months go by. It's, it's like nowadays it's starting to move a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't say you know people like Roman or Naomi. Or Jay, even, mm-hmm. or anybody, uh, any other family he has been or friend, or anything of that nature, aren't trying to do things to help him. That's why I said maybe they are, mm. but he just has a problem that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Because it may not be that they're not trying to get through to him, or they haven't tried to have an intervention, or whatever you want to call it with him. He might just have a serious problem at this point. Because you don't have three DUIs. And you don't have some kind of issue. Whether it be you have a drinking problem or a listening problem, because I'm sure somebody in passing had to be like, bruh, you probably shouldn't drive. I don't know what your problem is. But you don't get behind the wheel and get caught three times. And there's nothing wrong. Mm. Because there's just too many things to prevent you from doing that. So if WWE is going to throw us under the rug because mm-hmm. there are a lot of wrestlers that are not on TV or are getting punished for something stuff that's way less. Exactly. And I do believe, as much as I love the Usos, 
as much as I, they're good entertainment and long, as much as good match they give me, if this happens again, he needs to be fired. Putting rehab. I can't, I can't dispute that. He, he needs to be fired. Here's the thing. I could see them putting him in rehab first and writing them mm. on TV and bringing him back when they feel he's better. Mm. Because if they feel like he's that much of an asset that he's gotten away with it this many times, they're not going to just fire him off rip. And you know that. Mm. So I can see them saying, look, we're going to put you in rehab. You got to finish this program and you'll be on probation for X amount of days or months before. And if anything happens, we're going to fire you. I could totally see that happening mm -hmm. because obviously the crime is there's no punishment for the crime and so it doesn't fit obviously mm -hmm. here's the thing we don't really know for sure we don't hear that there's punishment for the crime but as far as we can see there's nothing has changed mm -hmm. he's going about regular old you know their regular schedule there, there's nothing changing so I don't know I'd say I, I agree with you but I'd say they wouldn't fire him they may try the intervention mm -hmm. route depending on who's behind him in the back fair enough so somebody out there uh, wrestlers people that know him his cousin that be in the front rows you know if y'all could talk to him you know because this is a, also issue and people out there who are struggling with this mm -hmm. you know if you know struggle with go get help because it's a selfish act mm -hmm. to get in the car and to drive off and you know you're intoxicated because as soon as you do that, not only your life, you put everybody else's life in danger and you shouldn't have to take kids, in a, uh, you shouldn't have to take children away from their parents, parents away from their children, mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, wives away from their husbands, husbands away from anybody. Anybody. You anybody. Just be, you don't have to be linked to someone to yeah. matter. You can be in a car all by yourself Tough. and not have family or anybody. They shouldn't lose their life because you were irresponsible. Possible. Let's be honest here. That's exactly right. So that that kind of stuff is it's a very selfish act, especially I don't use them because I just don't know how. But I need to learn though. But when it comes to Uber, Lyft, and all that other stuff that's coming out and stuff now, there really is no excuse. Shit, call a friend. Call. A friend. But you don't even, gotta pay for that. Even yeah, you still. But if you got two, there is no excuse. It's all we're getting to the point where there's almost no excuse. Yeah. So you know that. That's going to be a, a thing. Speaking of, when it comes to, to knock some of these news articles out the way, speaking of excuses. <clears throat> so, uh, we have here, I have an article I want to get into. That of uh, a dispute between Becky Lynch and Mark Henry. Oh, I'm, I didn't see that. Uh, but yes. I've been, mum is the word on uh, my wrestling groups on Facebook. Who, what's the word? Shut up. No, seriously, I'm serious. I want to know what's the word. <laughs> I said they've been mum as a word. Oh, just go ahead about what you you, you talking okay. about. I, I'm about to say if you got, if you got something else, another article. I need to know that. No, no, that's why I said I haven't heard about this. So okay. I'm going to look. I was say I wasn't going to see Johannesburg. <laughs> that's just. the first thing I, I saw when I pulled this up. Yeah, great stuff. Ah, uh, let me see if there's anything here so I can so, keep up. So, uh, on busted open radio, he Mark Henry was recently opened. He loves being on that show, and he opened up about Becky Lynch's character so far. And then uh, he feels as though that now uh, Becky Lynch's character has adopted a characteristic of arrogance. Mm -hmm. And uh, he feels as though that uh, some of the things that she's doing as a babyface is more arrogant 
and it doesn't work for her. Okay. He personally knows her, you yeah. know. And I'm going to say, I, I can go back for what I said on NXT and stuff like that now. And he says, you know, I miss the underdog speculation that don't take no crap and will fight f- for what's hers. Mm-hmm. And then that he said, I want that old Becky Lynch back. Because it's now she's going. that old thing back. <laughs> so he, he go more to arrogance. So uh, Becky Lynch responds on Twitter, I believe it is, mm-hmm. of uh, what Mark Henry said. So she says. She loves Twitter. She do. She says, a woman who told the world she was coming after the posters, the titles, the billboards, and the headlines, and then does it is arrogant now. I said it, I did it, and I backed it all up. Live with it. Okay. So. You know, honestly, sometimes I'm like, this does seem more heelish. Some, the, the, it, it borderline. She gets, she gets, it gets to be a lot sometimes. Uh-huh. The, the whole Twitter thing. But go yeah. ahead. So, uh, so. There was a series of tweets and stuff like that. So Mark Henry, of course, you know, says stuff about it because uh, it, it says here, uh, reading, I'm reading on Ringside News, that Mark Henry saw this uh, retort from the man and replied in a series of tweets to back up his statements. It is no secret that Mark Henry has decades of pro wrestling knowledge under his belt and sought an education from some of the greatest minds in the business. So he might be on to something. So mm. he says in this tweet, I quote, I said my truth as a fan and analyst. Mm-hmm. I like to feel. Uh, it says, I like to feel for my good guys and women when they say what the bad guys and girls say. It comes across as overconfident, which in the real world makes you heal. I never said she was not over. Period. I said the opposite. Jim Cornette, Danny Davis, Rip Rogers, Tom Pritchard, Arn Anderson, Pat Patterson, and many other master psychologists have taught me to put the heel over and overcome their dominance by surviving and uh, and out and, and surviving and out wrestle them. Mm-hmm. Continually winning the crowd, getting respect for uh, preserving and doing it fair. That makes you the good guy or woman. I take my lessons to the grave and will never, in all caps, take advice from social media trolls. I correct puppies. Oh. I correct puppies lose. Okay. It what happened? All, all caps. Okay. So I correct puppies. Uh, so, you know, I guess, you know, somebody did with a troll. So, uh, <clears throat> that's what Mark Henry has said to about Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. And I want to know, as a woman, mm-hmm. somebody, because it's very hard. Let's just be real here. It's This is a man-dominated world, mm-hmm. and it's hard for you know a, w- women to basically get anything, or they just do, or even fairness, in any of the workforce, jobs, sports, or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, they just put a WNBA in a 2K game. In 2K? 20. <laughs> yeah. How long has 2K been coming out? Exactly. So I'm saying, uh, what's your take on all this? Here's the thing. I don't disagree with what Mark Henry says to an extent. However, I more so 
agree with what Becky Lynch is saying. Now, I know she's saying this. It's, it's hard to decipher whether she's saying it's just, like, from the heart or she's saying it's as her character. Okay. Because they use social media to bolster what's going on on the shows now. Mm-hmm. But what she said is correct. Having worked in corporate America for the last decade or so at this point, you do get looked at like you are too cocky or you're a B word or a C word if you're a woman who asserts her dominance in a male dominated area, any male dominated area. And you could do the same exact thing that a male counterpart would do and it's whoa. Are you on your period? Like, mm-hmm. no. I just told you to do your job. Same as Tim. I don't know, friend of mm. mine would tell you. But I'm, I'm a, I'm a B word because I told you to do your job. Or if I say, you know what? Fine, I'll do it myself. I'm, I'm arrogant. So I understand where she's coming from. I feel like. There's a miscommunication there because I don't think that's where Mark Henry was coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he was coming from that step standpoint. Yeah. Which is why I kind of understand what he's saying. It's like when you start blurring the lines here and you're supposed to be a baby face and you're doing heelish things, mm-hmm. then how are we supposed to decide? I mean, obviously, yeah. they tell us who, but how are we supposed to decipher? who you're supposed to be or what your character is supposed to be mm-hmm. if you're doing stuff that you should be doing as a heel but you're not I mean I so and like I'm, I'm not as well versed in this as you are so you can tell me if I'm wrong but I see where both of them are coming from but I feel like they're talking at each other not to each other I think this okay this is my opinion a lot of the younger talent are very sensitive. I, I, I'm learning. I, it ain't just about this tweet. There's the Seth Rollins stuff. There's the, the Gold Leo Dust Rush stuff. There's stuff. Leo, there, there, there's a lot of Gold Dust. Oh, that's well, that, back then stuff like that. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of times that on social media that these people, because let, let's be wrestling fans. And some people just feel as though they were wrestling fans where there's some, you know, fat, Cheeto-eating people that live in our mama's garage mm-hmm. that be like, wrestling! Because that's exactly what Enzo said in his rap song. Definitely did. That is literally what was in the video. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that That's the stereotype of what a wrestling fan is. And then what they do is they use, they use their mama money, they get their stuff a microphone, and they, just want, to, they want to talk about prof- professional wrestling as if they've been in the business. Fine. However... I've never been in the wrestling business. I've just been into wrestling. Yeah. And I have read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. I've read, heard a lot of testimonies, seen a lot of shoot interviews. And I've been well versed in wrestling since 1992. Mm-hmm. Mark Henry comes from the old school. Yeah. Okay, so there's certain ways you do things. And then everybody keeps saying, you know, Stone Cold Becky Lynch, right? Mm-hmm. When Stone Cold was a heel, see, remember, the character Stone Cold is heel. Yes. So, when he was a heel, I remember the, the 1997 Royal Rumble came to my mind. Where he was throwing guys out, he was so tired of turning buckle, just looking at his watch, like, what's the next one? That's arrogance. Yes. But when Stone Cold became a fan favorite and a household name, mm-hmm. I looked at the 1998 Royal Rumble. Yeah. 
I looked at the 1999 Royal Rumble. Those actions mm -hmm. weren't in there. Yeah. But he was still a badass. Mm-hmm. And now don't get me wrong, he had some moments like in when Vince McMahon had the target painted right on his chest in nineteen ninety nine and he had the whole world rebel go out there to get him. And yeah, he throwing people out stuff like that, but he they still booked him more of a baby face, yeah. badass opposed to an arrogant heel. <clears throat> there are some things that Becky Lynch's character has been starting to do that shows that comes off heelish. Yeah. And I'm like, it's all right to bur the, the, the blurred lines. And I really think the reason for that is because there's no Ronda Rousey. True. We need somebody to fill her spot. There's no Ronda and we're tired of Charlotte. No, seriously. Poor Charlotte. So, you <laughs> know, but it, it, there, there is a slight difference. Mm -hmm. with, uh, opposed to being, because if you looked at Becky Lynch's run ever since she, uh, when, when they tried to turn her heel and then it didn't work out, and then because she was heel, mm -hmm. the man was heel. Yeah. And then when all of a sudden she became the baby face. And they go, it says go, go back and they, they, they put her through that whole underdog story. Yeah. You know, it, people got more behind that. That's, I'm thinking is what Mark Henry said he likes more. If they're going to continue booking her as a face. Now, for Becky Lynch's uh, defense, somebody who, out the four horsewomen who never won the NXT championship, women's championship, mm -hmm. somebody who was low to who didn't get rid of it in the first place, Somebody who had to come there and she had to make a name for herself and mm -hmm. actually revamp her whole her whole self and her whole character. Yeah. I get it. She's the only she really is the only one who yes. didn't get the spotlight at all for real. But one thing I want like these people to do. like in my generation mm -hmm. and younger mm -hmm. is so, not cuz you do have some older assholes out there. Oh, plenty. Plenty. And, and, there, and, and there are some... Especially in the wrestling business. Yeah, and there's some older hypocrites because they just didn't have what you had. Said, let me point you yeah. to uh, Superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some out there who genuinely want to see you succeed. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I've worked in a, I worked in an era where, you know, everybody was on top. Mm -hmm. And I know how to get over as a heel. I know how to get over as a face because I've done it before. And <clears throat> especially somebody who worked closely with Stone Cold, let me tell you what some things I think you're doing wrong, some things you think you're doing right. Criticism has, I don't think, ever been a thing that millennials like. Is, is, is that fair or is that an unfair statement? Now, here's the thing, and I'm not saying it's because we are millennials. Uh -huh. I, I wanted to backtrack a bit when you said that the new talent is sensitive. I think the new talent is headstrong. Just like a lot of us are when we're really young and somebody tells us, don't do that. I'm mm. trying to tell you it's not going to work out in your favor. And you're like, it's whatever. I'm big, bad, and bulletproof, and, it, and nothing's going to happen to me. I really feel like some of this talent starts smelling themselves a little bit, and then they start to feel like they don't need the advice of some of these some of the older people who went through this at a totally different time. It also comes off... I feel like it is worse because 
I know there are people who are in the older generation now who were young at one point mm-hmm. who did the same thing but did not have things like social media to air their grievances. So they just bitched and moaned at home. So now, instead of bitching and moaning at home, you go on the internet and tell everybody how you feel. So it looks even worse. Because I really want somebody from a previous generation to come and tell me that you just live with your life content and never complain. Because that's that's not that's not true. Mm-hmm. We know it's not true. Even if you were just content with things, you complain sometimes. The problem is now, this generation and younger doesn't seem to have a problem airing their grievances. Mm-hmm. Whether it be in public, at home, on the internet, wherever. Because they're not they're not going to take anybody's crap. So, I get what you're saying, yeah, it, it it does come off sensitive, but I really think they're still living in that young and dumb mentality, which is, which can be detrimental to you when you work as a public figure. Mm-hmm. You really don't have room for that. I see Leo Rush. You don't have room to be young and dumb and on a public platform, and then, because now you've threatened your livelihood. Mm-hmm. Same with the Uso. You threaten your livelihood because you out here driving drunk. Eventually, it's going to catch up with you because you don't want to listen. I don't know if that's technically the case with him, but you may not want to listen to what people are have, have to say to you. Mm-hmm. So, I will say, to your point, I agree a bit, but I, I feel like it's not a new concept that people in the age range of 18 to 34 don't want to listen mm-hmm. or don't want to take criticism once you hit 30 you get a little it's like alright now but especially that 20s range there when you're in your late 20s early 30s even mm. you don't want to you still don't want to listen you still feel like I'm, oh, I've been doing this long enough I know what I'm doing kind of thing mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what we're seeing in real time now could this it be could be but I I do wish, even in basketball and stuff, that Mm -hmm. people in other sports, you know, that when the old dog or the old guard is talking, you know, they're trying to, you know, extend some advice to you. Mm -hmm. To even if you don't want to listen now, but like just take it into some kind of context. Yeah. Because we we sometimes we we fail to we 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 always sometimes forget that they were our age too. Yeah, I I I will say that for sure. Yeah. We've all done that. We we've all just said like they would our age too. Sometimes their era was just a little bit tougher than ours. Yeah, depending on because they had to pave the way for what was going on. There's stuff that we deal with now that they never would have thought they had to deal with, and there's tons of things that the older generations dealt with that we will never have to deal with because they did. Mm-hmm. So eventually, eventually, you know, everybody gets like, you know what? Maybe I should. But it's usually after something big happens to them, mm-hmm. something. Jarring has to happen. She got to get knocked. Maybe she's got to get knocked off the top and go all the way back to the the, the starting line mm-hmm. for her to be like, "Damn, maybe I should have listened to what Mark Henry or whoever else said." I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Yep, kind of like Cena should listen to Agent Jericho about burying the Nexus, but I'll get on that topic about a different day. <laughs> uh, speaking on, uh, you know, things growing. AEW mm-hmm. has finally. Got a date on when for their TV deal, for their TV deal. October second on I believe 
that's a Wednesday night. So that Wednesday, Wednesday night Dynamite show, I think their name is, is probably going to be true. Yeah, this Wednesday. Yep. On TNT. TNT. Because you know Coming what? Coming back to TNT. And you know what comes out on the 4th of October? What? Smackdown to Fox. Oh, so that. October 4th, <sighs> that Friday, is the first Fox Smackdown. I'm sure this was done strategically. And I'm not mad at them for that. Because WWE has clearly done things strategically to mm. take AEW viewers or make people decide, not realizing you got something on the network, I'm going to just watch this and watch that later, but whatever. Mm. So, I'm not mad at it. I'm sure it's going to be very interesting to see how it turns out for AEW that who's going to have the better numbers that week. Mm. AEW or SmackDown. So, we shall see. Well, it's going to make it's going to have millions of viewers. TNA had millions of viewers when it, when it went for the first week. It went head to head with WWE, and then it just died after that. Yeah. So, I uh, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. You got, because this is I haven't had wrestling on TNT since 2001. Lord. And since the whole Monday Night Wars when I was a Faithful, we were in middle school. Yep, Jesus Christ. A faithful <laughs> WCW watcher. Faithful. I was. I can't say that. I, I know. I'm saying, but until the finger poke of doom is when I start turning on to the edge <laughs> there. And I said, fuck you, Hogan. Not the fuck you, doom. Nash. Fuck the NWO. Fuck you. That's what, that's what I was saying. And I feel you. So, uh, now. I was listening to uh, Solid Monster, and he was saying things that he expects for you know the opening show. And I the only thing is there's something I, I'm much expecting, other than they're going to go balls to the wall on this thing. Mm-hmm. I just want to see story progression. I have one thing I don't want to see. I do not want to see a shot at WWE every week. I don't want to see that either. I want them to build their own product enough that we'll come back to watch. Just like so story progression. Yeah. Because we know Raw will be there Monday and I don't want a shot of what happened on Raw to happen on Wednesday when AEW comes on. Mm. I don't let this oh they they fuck they messed that up. Let me do mine's better. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't. Because that's gonna it's gonna end up biting you in the ass in the end. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just I pray they don't do that shit. I really don't. But I also want them to because I know people like Chubbs mm-hmm. is gonna think like this. We 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 got an indie TV show. Yeah. I want y'all to realize something. <clears throat> if you do. Like the match the Young Bucks had with uh, the Lucha Brothers, yeah, Kenny Omega and that other guy, mm-hmm. and it was a fast paced back and forth, a that lot was of action the match. Fighter theme, yeah, uh, entrance, <clears throat> right? Yeah, okay. That was a high octane back and forth kind of match. Mm-hmm. You can't you have can't it every that. week. Every week, I was about to say that you cannot do that every week, yeah. and you <clears throat> cannot do that. That's not always going to progress your story. It's not, and on top of that, it's going to get really old. 
really fast. quick. Oh goodness. Really old, really fast. I see. <coughs> see two or five lot. Yeah. Because it seemed cool mm. at first, and then people were just like, "I'm not watching mm. this no more." How? Well, well okay. It's kind of that was, that was kinda, not all their fault. It's kind of opposite. It kind of was. I don't want to watch two or five live until now. It's like, let me check out two or five live. Well, now it's gone. Now it's about to be gone. Uh, yeah. I will say, you can still have good matches, mm-hmm. but do I, I? I you need to pick and choose the quality of matches, such as the women. Mm-hmm. I know the women is not gonna be as high octane as a Young Bucks matches, mm-hmm. but they can still have great matches. Yeah. Your main event should deliver. Yeah. And you should have some match in between this like this. Like, I, you can still have a good match without pulling out big-ass moves. Now, granted, this is the pilot. You, yeah. you you have to bring out something for the pilot. Because it's just the pilot. But after the pilot, after that goes off the air, you go to building to your big shows. And then they're, they're, and you can give them just enough to engage to see the, what comes back next week. Yeah. That's what you need to make them do because if you exhaust all that and say if you have five five star matches and people are like, oh man, that was the greatest thing ever. I'm going to tune in next week. Yeah, you're going to tune in next week but then if you keep seeing the same format over and over again, it's going to get really old really fast. That's happened to WWE when people want to admit it or not. That's happened to WCW. That's happened to TNA. That's happened to everything. That, that I think, is another case of you got to listen to the the old heads as we would call them, because several people have come out and said, look, while people like the Young Bucks are entertaining to watch, you cannot just have a spot fest every match you have. Mm. You're going to burn out, your audience is going to burn out, and eventually people are just going to get tired of seeing it. So, I've never seen, I haven't seen that many of their matches to say, are they decent, like, wrestlers, if they're not doing constant spots. Mm-hmm. Can they put on decent match? I and I'm not, I'm not saying they can't. I just don't have. I haven't seen them. Uh, so I'm just curious, and also I'm curious how long it's going to be. Do they say how long the show's going to be each week? Two hours. Two hours. Okay. Two hours. Two hours. I think two hours is a sweet spot because NXT I feel like it's not long enough. Raw is too long. Mm-hmm. So two hours I feel like you got enough time to do something with. So we shall see. I'm I'm curious. I'm excited for October's going to be hopefully because see it's gonna be a lit month lit month because that whole week we got our son's birthday at the end of that week yeah or that said I got three shows of wrestling Raw SmackDown and the new thing of Fox and hopefully the game come out so you know usually the first week of October be be love for me it's gonna be a very 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 packed month very packed month but I'm saying because right now it's a dry month. Oh, 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 it's it's for at least for us in the geeky gaming community. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's very dry. Speaking of dry, <laughs> okay. Um, I, there's a rumor that's going around that I don't want to happen, and the rumor is at SummerSlam they're going to put two of my favorite wrestlers together that I never want to see fight. Can this you take not, a guess? Please don't well, tell me it's what I think it is. Let's take a guess. Let's find out. Please don't tell me it's Dolph Ziggler and Shawn Michaels. No. Okay, Goldberg. Please, what? Yes. For those who haven't seen SmackDown last week, I did a review on it. Dolph Ziggler had a segment on Miz TV, great segment with Shawn Michaels and The Miz. And 
where he came out there and said Shawn Michaels match at Crown Jewel was embarrassing. And it was. But he wasn't the problem. Triple H got hurt and Undertaker and Kane were just bad. They didn't catch him. I will never forgive Undertaker and Kane for that moonsault Shawn Michaels took at 55 years old and they didn't catch him and he busted his nose open. No. I'm not saying I will not, I'm going to let you do I, it. I, I will not forgive that Kane on, to, on top rope and then Shawn punches him and his mask fly off. That match was terrible. So, Sean goes with the Dolphins and says, you know what? You're right. It was embarrassing. But you know what's even more embarrassing? Working your whole career, working your whole life to be always known as a second-rate Shawn Michaels wannabe. Dolphin ain't like that. So, the Miz comes out and says, Ouch! The Miz comes out and says, <laughs> do something. You got this man talking about do something. Instigate ass. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes hit Sean. Sean ducks. He and then Dolph hits uh, the Miz. No, no. The, uh, Sean hits Dolph. He goes check on the Miz. That Dolph gives a super kick. Now me personally, I'm like, in my universe, well, I'm booking this story. It's a great story. But in real life, in reality, they killed any credibility Dolph Ziggler has. I don't like seeing Ball Shawn Michaels wrestle. I, I, Could he still give me a decent match? Probably, but it, it's, it, it needs more build than that. So, Dolph has been name dropping Goldberg a lot. <sighs> this could be the company being petty and just saying, hey, we're going to make fun of Goldberg because of that bad match here with Undertaker at, at uh, Super Showdown. Or, <clears throat> we could be name dropping him for Dolph Ziggler Versus Goldberg, so Goldberg can get his his uh, back because Please. Undertaker had to erase that match and went to the tag match, which he looked yeah. pretty good in. Yeah. So Goldberg wants to do the same thing because he don't want that to be his last legacy. But you know what's funny? The match he had with Brock Lesnar was one of the matches of the year. He had a great match with Brock Lesnar, and a lot of people were pissed. And I'm like, you could have ended it right there. You was on good terms with everybody. Everybody loved you, and then this happens. Y'all had. To come back. So now... Dollar signs in your eyes. The only thing to make Goldberg look good so he can go out on a high note is have him squash Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Because he ain't going on his back. I hate this. You're not the only one. I love Goldberg. Q-Flo loves Goldberg. I love Dolph Ziggler at Extreme Rules. I was the only one doing the hair thing like this. I was probably doing some dry skin at him because, you know, it was, please, it was, please don't do that. <laughs> but uh, I was doing that, the whole hair motion, you know, and I was, I'm, I'm all into the show off. Ain't got a squad for Kevin Owens. I'm tired of Dolph Ziggler getting the short end of the stick all the time. I will agree with you because Dolph Ziggler deserves better. Do I want to see him screaming, it should have been me? No. But. He does deserve better. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know who he pissed off. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Well, he pissed off Cena back in the day. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I don't want this match happening at SummerSlam. I don't want this match happening ever. It, I agree. And I'm like, okay, if Goldberg looked like a bad at SummerSlam, but what was the point? Just so Goldberg can erase that match. There's other things he can do to erase that match. 
I'm sorry, they can't see mm. my hands. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be at Duh. the expense <laughs> of Dolph Ziggler. I want them to stop using young talent, and I use the word young loosely because yeah. Dolph Ziggler. But I want them to stop using current talent at the expense of people who feel who feel like they need to come back and see if they still got it. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Just don't do that. That's come on. He's in the, you're in the Hall of Fame for a reason, so it's all right. <sighs> Y'all just gotta stop. It's not a dick measuring contest. Put it away and go home. Uh, most should be said about that for the Undertaker. I'm just saying, p- period. Like yeah. that's the. That's really the nature of what happens in the business a lot of times anyway. But y'all gotta chill the fuck out. Chill out. Sorry. <laughs> y'all gotta chill out. That's quite alright. I mean, I understand it. Because uh, I, I die. I, I want to waste more time than needs to be on there. Uh, I want to go over some of the pros and cons of last week's Raw reunion. Uh-huh. That's funny because I just pulled up the whole tweet between uh, Alundra Blaze and Lacey Evans. And There's a tweet news. between them? Yes. Well, hey, you know what? Well, before I have you read that, Raw Reunion was last week. And of course, we brought back legends and icons and nostalgic jobbers. And there was a convoluted... <laughs> nostalgic jobbers. It's just funny. Her- Hurricane comes out first when they... Sorry. The hurricane. The hurricane, the f- comes over. hurricane only had one meaning- meaningful feud ever. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Who would have been said? I'm like, okay. There are just gonna be a lot of short spots for people in the back, just to you know to, to show off the different characters and different people that was here for Raw. Not many people that really mattered and things of that nature. And it was a convoluted show. Till Stone Cold came out. And I enjoyed his speech and the way uh, uh, he did everything at the end. Yeah, people yeah. were mad he didn't stun anybody, though. I mean, the man is old. He, he probably don't want to take that kind of bump. And oh, no, no, no. I, I, I was reading up on it. The majority, the vast majority of the legends in the ring weren't medically clear for anything. And look, they actually had to change some things around. Because everybody wasn't medically clear. And actually, I'm not surprised. Actually, I pulled this article here of... Uh, Scott Hall was on the latest episode of Xbox One Two Three Sixty podcast. Okay. Uh, it's it's okay. I, uh, I say I hope that name is a working project progress. Yeah. But okay. Uh, Sean Waltman and Scott Hall confirmed Ricochet was in, intentionally uh, intended initially in, initially intended to be in the spot. That Seth Rollins was in where he was going against AJ Styles, mm-hmm. but he 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 had an elbow infection. That's so weird. It is. So uh, Scott Hall says hey, it was the perfect spot for him because we could have given him the rub. <laughs> Why did you have to do it this morning? Because I met Scott Hall <laughs> and me and him had a cold conversation about NXT and it was great. <clears throat> and he said. Uh, yeah, you bunch of haters. It was going to be Ricochet. We're trying to elevate him. So, obviously, that didn't happen. So, there came a time where the OC uh, was attacking Seth Rollins and then Triple H and Shawn Michaels came out. And then it says, this week's Raw feature segment with Triple H and Shawn Michaels came out to the aid of Seth Rollins and led to a brawl with the OC, X-Pac, Road Dog, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall, who, by the way, came out in an NWO blazer. I want one. <laughs> they got the Scott Hall drippings coming down 
the, the flaps of that. My Kevin Nash still wears that same NWO shirt from like 91. I played that one at that time, but still. And then uh, it said that uh, Kevin Nash came out to stack the odds and the heel team retreated to the back. Pac and Hall said that they objected to the segment because they didn't want to bury AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows. However, their uh, complaints were overruled. Ouch. So, you know, they were saying here, what people don't realize is that everybody in that room, when it was presented to us, said, well, geez, kind of burying those guys. It was addressed and it was overruled, Hall explained. X-Pac added, we said it. It's just like, what are we going to do? Say no? We're not going to do it? Yeah, like, what do you say in that, that instance? Nothing. So, uh, that's what had happened. And I was like, okay, yeah, because why are these old guys standing tall? But that's the raw reunion for you, right? Again, why are we using... And it's just, at this point, it's not even them. But why are we using uh, the current talent at the expense of legends? I don't get it. And it was weird seeing these NWO DX guys with no Billy Gunn in there. Yeah, he said that too. He was like, it's eight of us. I forgot Billy. Yeah. I don't know. And China Spirit. Yes. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot going on. Yeah, so it, it was helped. It, it was. I understand. If it was there for Ricochet. It was to help push Ricochet. Push Ricochet wasn't there. Yeah, change some things. So I heard a lot of things was, was a headache. And same thing uh, when it came to Sami Zayn and Rey Mysterio, and he had RVD, Kurt Angle, Sergeant Slaughter, and the Hurricane come out to block uh, Sami Zayn. And I'm like, that. okay, number one, Kurt Angle just retired. Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter couldn't do anything since like '88. Real. Hur- hurricane. Okay. Yeah. And then already still works for Impact. Oh, Lord, I'm so, surprised that trail of smoke ain't come out after RVD. They even yeah. did a little nod to that during the show with the Street Profits. Yeah. <laughs> Which was funny to me. It, it, you know what? You know what that means? You led to the Angelo Dawkins joke. I did. <laughs> you led to the... Uh-oh. He ain't right it. I'm not giving him no slack. So you gonna get W Creative saying that they that they wrote there for? <sighs> Whatever. Move on. <laughs> so, like I said, there, there was some you know stupid statements there, but you know I I'm starting to not like these reunion shows. I feel you completely. I'm starting. To, I mean, it's great to see nostalgia, but when the nostalgia goes over it's overwhelming or when to the point where like this shouldn't even be happening i did not mind the 24 7 stuff all throughout the night that's always funny i didn't i didn't i didn't mind it because arch I, I i knew what would happen archie was gonna lose it he's gonna get it back yeah <laughs> he was gonna get it back eventually that's just the way the story like goes yeah. our truth is the new crash holly that's what it is. Right. He's the new Crash oh, Holly. This Crash Holly. Yes, and so with that being said, he is the one doing all of the whole Crash Holly skits and doing all the way. Because there will be times where Crash Holly will lose his butt at the beginning of Raw, yeah. and he will win the title right back at the end, and that and that's the way it was. So I was like, they was gonna do a whole Crash Holly segment with that. So I but was the all the new generation. The new generation. I was I, I was all for it as Archie was playing his role. Perfectly. Always, always will. Exactly. <laughs> always will. I mean, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> oh, God. 
It's amazing. Him but and Carmella are hilarious to me. I'm sorry. Side oh, note. I, I know, I know. I mean, Corey Graves, man. Side. Ah, <laughs> So you said Alundra Blaze said something about Lacey Evans. Yes. So there's a whole thread of these tweets. And this kind of puts me in mind of what I was talking about before with the whole segment that happened on Raw tonight. I know you haven't reviewed it, so we won't go into it. Mm-hmm. But Lacey Evans apparently tweeted, Legends equals yesterday's nasties with the nail painting emoji. So Alundra Blaze rep- replies, You'll be lucky to be considered a legend. You you failed in the military. You live in a portable trailer. Drag your kid and your husband around. Your hubby looked at me, gave me a compliment, and said, "Honey, maybe you could be more like Alundra. You're yesterday's regurgitated garbage." First of all, Ouch. not only yesterday's garbage, you yesterday regurgitated garbage. In other words, I threw up first. So then somebody uh somebody must have said something to Lacey Evans because she replied and said she wouldn't be able to handle it just like she couldn't handle holding the twenty four seven title. So then Lundra Blaze says, what the, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, Ted DiBiase never pinned me for the title. He handed me he handed me over some cash, and I gave him the title. Men get distracted easy by shiny new things like your husband did when I walked by. When you're done acting your shoe size rather than your age, contact me. But then it just starts getting a little bit, it's starting a little prickly here. So then she tweets a picture of herself, Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. And said, too bad there's nothing to set that pretty little hat on but a hot air balloon. And those are fake-ass pearls. Jeez. <laughs> but be careful. I know who your seamstress is. You may find a bottle of Nair spray in the top of your next bale of hay oh, hat boy. you wear. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She bought the Nair. So then, this is where Lacey Evans loses me. Okay. I never watched wrestling. Don't care what you've accomplished. Barely know who you are, but I've got two words for you. And then puts up a picture of, I'm assuming, her as an... Look, she was an MP. With her hand on her crotch. The lady, Lacey Evans. With her hand on her crotch in full uniform in the military. Tags Medusa... Medusa, I'm sorry. Tags Alundra Blaze. And says, hashtag failed military my ass. Hashtag like a lady. Okay, go ahead. Then let me stop here. If your character is the lady Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. What made you think that putting up a picture of you in full military uniform grabbing your crotch plays into your character at all? And why would you, as an up-and-coming wrestler, admit you never watched wrestling? You could have just said, I don't know who you are. You could have. And just left it at that. But that's not where it ends. So then she says... Oh, wow. So no, not that word. It's still, good lord. Yeah, yeah. We 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 almost done. So she says, when their comebacks have nothing else relevant to say, the week collapse and start make uh, start making disgusting extracurricular sexual remarks. Definitely acting your shoe size now. I know you're talented, strong, and beautiful, but don't ever cave in and revert to dirt like this. Hashtag nasties. That was Alundra Blaze. So. She said, and then Alundra Blaze says, we need another legend versus current talent match at SummerSlam. Who all would like to see, I guess, me versus Lacey Evans? And she says, I volunteer to rip you out of your retirement home and make you choke on your words. Legend or not, you're disrespectful, swollen-headed, nasty, has that, I'm guessing she's supposed to say ass, has that, has it coming. Talk about my family again, and I'll lose this career, gladly waving goodbye with your blood on my hands. Hashtag shoot. And then just little little back and forth stuff after that, like you need to come to Raw, blah blah blah. So 
again, social media is used a lot nowadays. But that one tweet was just like, what, girl? So, I mean... Maybe I'm maybe I'm just looking at this wrong. Is it just me? No, I mean there is history of London Blaze having some anti problems also, but there's also that's not even the, the thing I'm talking about. I here. know, but no, as I'm saying, but once again, it's it's that <sighs> people know how to lose. You know, you you, you having a, you know you taking friendly shots, you know, back and forth. Mm-hmm. There has to be a loser. Yeah. And when somebody doesn't like to lose, it had, to, it had to get personal. Exactly. Very, very personal. And to some of the things, like, you're saying something out of character because you're mad. Exactly. And you not going to let nobody take you off your square. No, and I don't mean nobody. that just for wrestling. That's my motto in life. I'm not going to let you take me off my square because when I get off this bitch, we want the problem. Yeah. I'm I sorry. Agree. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, was it Electric Blaze making a kind of a statement towards that? Of you shouldn't let yourself get down by this? Uh... Yeah, she said, uh, once she, after she tweeted that picture, she was like, I know your talent is smart. Your talents are strong and beautiful, but don't ever cave in and revert to dirt like this. That was where it was like, bring it back, girl, because this was supposed to be a cute little feud for Twitter. Exactly. And then you fucked up, basically. Uh huh. I just, what are you here for? Don't come and be like, but I'm I'm the next big thing, and all of you are nasties, and I'm going to put you in your place, and then come and be like, I never watched wrestling. I don't know who you are. You can suck these nuts, and you a lady. I just that's just me. I mean, we know you were in the military, but nobody would have saw this picture if you didn't tweet it. Yeah, I'm confused. But that I that's why I agree. I'm saying because see that it's when, when you're doing like a little few because see that right now in this new social media age. This this is the way of communication now, mm-hmm. opposed to getting on the microphone, you know, and then cutting a promo. Yeah. Because uh, of this backstage stuff, unless the magazine come out, you hear about this kind of stuff. Yeah. So they're just taking little taking little jabs, and this is this is your opportunity. It's kind of like I'm giving you the opportunity to cut a promo for the fans. Yeah. To help get you over. Without having to be here in the arena. Exactly. On TV. That's just what all this is. But if you get too into your feelings and it gets taken out of context, mm-hmm. I mean, then what good does that do? I'm just saying, and I'm like, it shows that I can easily move you. Oh, and also, when she grabbed her nuts, she put a lunger blaze over top of it. Forgot that part. Mm. It's like, girl... You are making yourself look bad now at this point. Yeah. Because it, it's like, yeah, we respect you for your service, all that good stuff. But that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. As far as being in character. And things like this, show me you never watched wrestling. So what else is new? So I guess you'll just keep losing matches at this point. Or not be on TV. You know what I'm saying? Well, one, one, one thing or the other, I... I I just wish like we we just talked about this earlier in the podcast. I just really wish that there was a better understanding, and you know I, I do think that a lot of people in my generation mm-hmm. are very sensitive. True, I, I I have to agree with you for this, especially for this particular situation. Yeah, I'll definitely agree with you on that. You want to harm yourself, girl? Don't bring out the shovel for yourself. 
What's the matter with you? Exactly. I just felt they're very sensitive. And, you know, because like this, the Usos could have easily been, you know, triggered with John Cena. And, like, if you call him John Cena, you know how John Cena get. Exactly. He gonna, he gonna burn you. Like, I'm just saying, so if you call him out, be ready for that kind of stuff. Real. And it's okay to take a loss. I don't think that people know about the art of loss. I mean, because losing know, does, it, in some respects, make you a stronger competitor. It does, and, and sometimes also, but this thing of social media is toxic. Social media is hella toxic, and I just... I wish it did not have to pour over, like, things that happen on TV, part of a program did not have to pour over in social media because then everybody gets Twitter fingers. Mm-hmm. So you start saying stuff, but then you got to back this up, Joey Janela. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, let's be real. It's like, what do you think is going to happen? Because I'm sure... They probably talked to each other at the Royal Union, and she was like, listen, I want to do something on Twitter so I, we can go have a little back and forth. But she took it to the next level. So, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know what's going on with the folks. Uh, it's very much God, Lacey. Come on, I, I like Lacey Evans, too. You know what I'm saying? That, that, yeah. that knocked her down a notch for me. Only because yeah. it's like, girl... I, your, your character gets on my nerves. That's what she's supposed to do. Yeah. But I'm just looking at you like, that's, that was weird. Like, that that was out of left field. And it wasn't even like you pulled up a picture of a Alundra Blaze and said something wild. You pulled up a picture of yourself and said something wild. Yeah. But, go ahead. That makes too good. No, it's all good. So, uh, I'll say I, I'm kind of done with the, 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 done with the reunion shows. Uh, the, and the old guard come back and, and some putting over time some not and stop calling these nostalgic jobbers legends, legends. <laughs> I, I hate it the boogeyman is not a legend he's an alumni somebody <laughs> okay <laughs> that's the truth you get on my nerves <laughs> somebody likes the boogeyman okay that's fine he hasn't been called in the last couple of years Few times. And exactly. Do, 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 do the same. Them. Do the same shit. But that's not who he is. He was at the last Hardy yeah. thing, right? The Hardy Halloween. Yes. Somebody's calling. Look. Okay. Godfather is a legendary act. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll give him that. I'm not gonna put him as jobber because yeah, he, he's, he, he's, he's, he's a step above. Yes. Uh. But when you he's we, a six man. But you know when we're talking like Stone Cold Ric Flair. Triple H, Sean, Kevin Nash, Booker T, those are legends. Yep. Those are legends. Then you have, you know, your old heads, you know, say, you know, so Mark Harry's a legend too. You have, you know, you have your old heads that come, like They're Candace Michelle. icons, I think, this group you just named. Uh-huh. They're icons. Then you step down and you have some legends. And then you have some glorified jobbers. Then you got you, jobbers. You got nostalgic jobbers or... Alumni, you and his alumni, <laughs> and that's what, and that's where your boogeyman, your hurricane. I don't understand hurricane at all. They always call Godfather because everybody loves the whole train. Let's be real, but hurricane though. Go ahead. I, and and, and it, it bothers me when you bring some talent like 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 Melina, mm-hmm. Candice Michelle. I guess Kelly Kelly. Why was Kelly Kelly? Go ahead. What do you mean? Why 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 not? Oh God. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, this is just 
terrible. Because um, you got nothing for them to do. I can't. I can't even. I was going to say something. Like I'm gonna just leave it alone. Ron Simmons is, you know, as legendary as he is, is just resorted resorted to damn, damn now. That's it. That's because these kids don't know who APA is. Yeah, you're right. And on top of that, oh, they don't know who Ron Simmons is, really. True. True. And, and then uh, sitting with you know Rikishi. True. You know, it's just like who who's got a dad at Russell? This is yeah. true. I only say APA because you could bring that back. You could easily, if you could get JBL to agree. Mm-hmm. Do a skit with him in the back playing cards with somebody. Kimmy ain't got no problem with Ronson. That's what I'm saying. But is he gonna come back and uh, do a skit on TV? I don't say it's, it's Ronson. Yeah, he, absolutely. He came back in the commentary. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But where was he at on Monday? The same day. Uh, where was Edge at? We got Christian. <laughs> don't get me started, bro. Okay, I'm just saying. Get so me started on Christian. So I'm saying we'll be here all night. I know. I'm just <laughs> saying we got a couple. We we got some a couple of things that uh. Excuse me, that he wasn't really expecting, and because a lot of people did, either did not uh, respond to the invite, or they said we didn't get an invite. They called Bubba; he turned it down. Yeah, Bubba. I mean, I feel like right now he's done with WWE for the moment, <laughs> and he's not coming back right now. I mean, he wanted to do his shit in Ring of Honor. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's just that's... like Bret Hart was like, "Look, I'm on vacation. Yeah, My yes. old ass is not leaving Canada." <laughs> Fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> you know, because Bret Hart had a hard, hard year. I guess like, he did. Bret Hart's 2019 is equal to the floor. His wife was like, look, last time you went to WB, somebody tackled you. I think you should stay no, home. No, 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 no. It wasn't even that. That's how you went to a wrestling event. You always hit the floor. This is very true. I, He's, I forgot about that. He fell off the stage at AEW. He did. And I ain't talking about like, you know, like, oh, he man, Bret Hart. Bret was like, oh, shit, Bret Hart fell off the stage. <laughs> That look, bro. Bret Hart at this point is in a life alert commercial. He needs a he needs a necklace that he can press and have somebody come pick him up. I don't. Need... You should never give Bret Hart that kind of power. <laughs> <laughs> you know he call it Martha. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Bret Hart will just push the button and curse into it. <laughs> you gonna listen to what I got to say? And these people at life alert will be like, "Who the fuck is on Hart?" And, 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 and he will. I, I say, Sir, are you on the floor? Yes, but yeah. I have a lot to say while I'm so, waiting. <laughs> Bret Hart will call about anything else, but him being on the floor. <laughs> Poor old man. Well, I hate to say it like that. What you mean, Bret Hart? Don't care. Bret Hart has no. Fil- the man survived cancer and a stroke. But you he know, has no he's filter. at the old and fucking age anyway. Look, you got extra sauce on it when you do things like survive cancer and hit the floor twice. Yeah. At the age of sixty plus, yes, but he's at the old fucking age anyway. Yeah, you uh, and I both know yeah, that he's at the old fucking age. I'm just saying, but that he he's at the supreme, <laughs> you know, that supreme level to the point where like this man, he's the old and fucking boss that you got to beat. Yes, after everything else, that's him. Like he's on Brett Michaels level. <laughs> like this man has survived everything, and you know, and to the point where it's just like. I will say what I want to say True. to who I want to say, say to, to whoever it is, and don't give a fuck. I mean, listen, y'all I need get, me. I don't need y'all. I only aspire to to get old enough to get to that age where I just don't care. And you know what, Bret Hart, you can tell you can tell Bret Hart is older fucking because he's the only one at that age so holding on to that ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> he talking about so you know what? Fuck you, Sean. I'll I keep said, mine. Heyman, Heyman cut it off. Sean cut it off. Triple H cut it off. 
Please take her to the Bret Hart, 60 something years old, with that gray ponytail. Scott Hall about to have to let her go. <laughs> so, Scott Hall don't look that bad, though. He no, he doesn't, bad. but he got, you know, eventually the hair goes. Yeah, Kevin Nash let his go. He sure did. Terry Boulay ain't let his go yet. Don't get me started. Again, we'll be here oh, all man. night. I know. <laughs> oh, I will, you know, because right now, if, if Hogan really did want to say what Hogan wanted to say, we'd have been here all night, too. Flair ain't got a chance to say shit. They would have had to cut his mic. But no, but see, no, Hogan's doing PSAs now. That's what I'm saying. They try to go to Royal York School. I thank you for being here, brother. You know what I'm saying? So, thanks for letting me back in. <laughs> Nigger, snub I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't say that. You might want to mark it down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the way he was looking at him it, said everything everyone else who did not want him there said. His face said it all. He was just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, my God. Yo, he, his face looked like, was I right back in 1990, he whatever? Was. He was. <laughs> they come, we coming for you still. But go ahead. Yeah, I understand, but even if Hogan said something, like, this here Hogan talks about, he was long-winded sometimes. A lot of the legends are long-winded. No, no, no. There, there's long-winded and there's Hogan, because... No, it, there's long-winded, and then there's Hacksaw. No, Stan Hansen, if you take it up. No, who had that long-ass Stan face? Hansen and, Jim, and, and, and uh, Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly, yeah, Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly yeah. Jim. That's what I'm thinking about. That's yeah. what I'm thinking about. Because I, I think it was a gym that threw me off. My man talked so long, he cleared the the, uh, the arena. <laughs> and Goldberg had nobody to talk to. That was his fault. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. What I'm saying, <laughs> but see, Hogan be talking so long, and then he thought them like them. What lies in there? Like, like you know, because you can tell like people made a lot of get the story going, mm-hmm. but he do them. Astronomical type of lies. Yeah. Like he be talking talk about so you know I'm the reason for the George Foreman girl, brother. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> he talked so long that he forgot what he started on. He be done told you something else. Like yeah. what you said in the beginning that no, he's been talking for 15 minutes now. Doesn't remember what the beginning of this was. It's <laughs> gonna start all over. Yeah, said hopefully he can drive back in the circle kind of thing. Oh God, that's basically what happens. You gotta steer him back. Somebody has to. Uh-huh. But uh, again, we'll be here all night. If we keep talking about Hogan. I agree with you about the whole reunion show thing. Stop parenting to nostalgia. Either do the show. It's like clip shows. Remember how back in the day, shows wouldn't have anything for that week, so it would just be a clip show? Yeah. It's exactly what this is. It's the equivalent of a sitcom clip show. But a bad one. Most clip shows are bad. <laughs> you know, when I watch certain sitcoms, I, I like going back down memory lane in the first couple seasons. And look at some stuff like that because you know, the clip shows. Because at that time, it was like years ago. <laughs> okay. But that's the uh, thing. That's what I mean. It's like, all right, so you got a sitcom that's been on for five seasons. So you have a flashback show in season three of the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. You have another flashback show in season five of the the previous two seasons. Fine. But y'all just love brand. It's, that's that's the answer to everything. That's like, remember that, that old school Staples button they used to have in the commercials mm-hmm. where you just you hit it and it fixed something? Yeah. They feel like just like, they got a button in the back that just say legends and they just hit it and they <laughs> appear because that's going to solve everything. You sure? It does not. Because I'm getting less and less legends every time somebody... Because appears. they're tired of coming. <laughs> they're like, save yourselves. <laughs> We're not coming no they, more. 
I'm telling you, anytime I look up on that stage, I'm just like. And everybody ain't dead. Some people just ain't coming. I, I get it. And when you had to get these nostalgic jobbers out here, that's a problem. That tells me that you didn't get enough folks to come. Because you, if, if Bret Hart would have came, I guarantee you they would have received the, the hurricane, Hurricanes offer. You know what made me sick? The Hurricane was out there <laughs> proud of Ray Mysterio from winning. <laughs> Look at me. Proud of Raven. First of all, Raven Stereo is probably older Ray than him. Raven Stereo should be up there with everybody else. Raven Stereo <laughs> is not older than the Hurricane is. He's got to be. I and looks better than the Hurricane. My sister just texted me a thing. It was like, WWE was really wild back in the day. And it was a match between Raven Stereo and Eddie Guerrero. And it was like How Dominic we? for uh, oh, a yeah. for Dominic ladder match. And I said, what the fuck is this? <laughs> What idea was this? SummerSlam 2005. And then you look, Dominic is a grown ass man now. Rey Mysterio should be up on the stage with everyone else. I just, I just, I can't. Exactly. Because we couldn't replace the Hurricane with him. And, he could have just been a legend for the night. And the Hurricane sitting like, yeah. I'm like, bruh. why? <laughs> bruh. You were in the cruiserweight at best. You had one high profile rally with The Rock, and The Rock made that whole thing. Obviously, and uh, that that was it. RVD is a legend. He is old. He he's an old pothead legend. It, he is smoke train for real. He can probably tell you where to get the best weeds. <laughs> you know what? Him him and Matt Riddle. I'm telling you. I don't know, man. I I want to see a smoke off between RVD and Snoop Dogg. That's probably shoot off here, dude. When he come there. <laughs> It's probably his favorite. It's probably his favorite Where dude. Where are we there? He ain't been here in years. Snoop, damn. I had a special stream just for him. No, no, he probably got his number. <laughs> like Snoop probably got like five verses in his phone. That that, that he called just just for to get special occasions. Just to get the Triple H is like, all right, I want to come to Raw. You know, can you set me up? RVD is, I want to smoke today. Where are you? <laughs> I will fly to you yeah, so we yeah, can said, smoke together. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry. We, we get on topic. No, no it, it, it doesn't really matter because <laughs> they have one topic left. What's the topic that's left? Oh, the, the whole Smackville review. Oh, I didn't see that. I know. That's I why I'm just fucking you around. I did come across one thing Where that did you come apparently across? Leo Rush released the video. Wait. When you say a video, do you mean like... A music video. God. For his first hip-hop single. No! Why does it always gotta be rap? <laughs> is it on World Star Hip Hop? I don't know. It's on YouTube. Re- Rush recently released his first music video. The description reads Leo, aka WWE superstar Leo Rush, with first hip hop single. It can be seen here by clicking the player below. Okay. And then he tweeted it. Oh, yeah, he tweeted it. New single out, Scenic Lullaby. Retweet, share, download now. After I start recording this, <laughs> we gotta hear this song. We gotta hear. I'm it. curious. I mean, um, I could definitely bring up some more topics for you if you get if you have more time to fill. I mean, what other topics do you have before I get into the Smackville review? Uh, an NXT star tweeted mm. has and has to use his finisher. I saw that. Which one is he saw? Was it? Let's see, Dominic. I can't say his last name. Oh, Dominic Djokovic. Da- yeah, it's. That's a lot, bro. I got a list. I can't be out here. Well, with I you. mean, in the interview, it was, Do- it was Dominic Dijak. Dijak, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. But it's Dominic Dijakova. It's kind of like when they renamed uh, Curse Axe was Michael McKillicuddy. 
I'm gonna move uh. on. Um, so he tweeted Taz, and he said, "Do you mind if I start using your Taz mission hole on WWE programming and events to defeat my opponents? I have found it to be an effective maneuver, I believe he said, because mm. the tweet got cut off." Ah, I mean, so what, I guess if so you what, don't have somebody's number. So, so, so what Taz said? <laughs> he didn't respond yet. I don't think. Taz is probably old. Taz probably don't even check his Twitter. Because, uh, let's be honest, a lot of the old school guys, like, just call me. But I don't have your number. How else am I getting in contact with you? I can't look you up for the fucking yellow pages. Chance got a podcast, though. So he's on okay, social media. he's on social media. But that still don't mean you check your stuff. I, I have social media. I don't check my stuff all the time. Like... Taz part sitting at the table like really contemplating him using a fucking sleeper hole. It's like it's all right. The Taz <laughs> mission is the same thing as the Okita clutch. It's the same thing as anything. It's a sleeper hole. Yeah. Cost it. I mean, okay. You know what? To be fair, Taz did hook the arm with it though. So. Look, I don't. I don't know. I'm just looking. Oh. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Rock and Roman Reigns accidentally knocked out a cameraman during Hobbs and Shaw. First okay. of all, first of all, before, before <laughs> okay, are you ready for Hobbs and Shaw? I knew that was your answer. Healthy. I'm black Superman. I've seen too many trailers, and I'm just like, we're not doing. Where the cars at? <laughs> Ain't no cars no more. We just. It's a superhero movie at this point. Yes. That shit is up there with Shazam. <laughs> this Shazam and Man of Steel. It's going to be the greatest action comedy movie I've seen all year. The Rock is going to be an Avenger in Phase Four. Watch. <laughs> Not even a character, just Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> he is going to be like, all right, Black Widow. Uh, I, I don't want to say Falcon, but Falcon. He's uh, on men's health. Shut up with the fake-ass <laughs> arms. <laughs> this is his arms. Strange. You guys, I'm coming to New York and I'm going to help you. And he'll be like, who is that? Oh, it's the Rock. Like, it's just going to be him himself. I'm telling you. At this point, what are we doing? My man is redirecting missiles with, with dress shoes on. He... <laughs> He's putting chains on his helicopter. It's too much. It's too much. I think, what was that moment out of any rock movie you saw where you was like, the rock's not human no more? This is... The entire Skyscraper movie. The whole movie. It wasn't Skyscraper for me. It wasn't? It was Rampage. Rampage? I didn't even say Rampage. It was Rampage. Where he got shot. He got shot. And he said, it's all right. He hit nothing vital. He hit nothing vital. How do you know? Look, I'm all for black empowerment because his name was a Koye <laughs> in that movie. And I'm sitting there like... My got up from a gunshot wound and cr- intentionally crashed a helicopter. What? And got up? <laughs> and had a tag team match player with him and his <laughs> albino <laughs> gorilla. A person is crocodile in this flight. Oh, God. Y'all oh. thought Cat was hot going up against Thales in that whole army in that one shot he's by himself. <laughs> the Rock's the in tag rock. team matches with humanoid animals. <laughs> he said, no, this ain't CGI. This is real. <laughs> we fight for real out here. Yo. So, okay, you're right. You're so, right. Red Page was a little worse. So you see you laughing right now? Yes. That's how me and Swag was laughing in Fate and the Furious. <laughs> Just dying. Everybody thought we was high. Because we just laugh at everything. So, how could so, you not be laughing? How, so, how you take it serious anymore? So, I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, God. You think that movie was funny? This Ooh. movie is fitting to be out the gate great. Oh, God. I it's know gonna it's going to be insane. Bro, it's going to be great for all the wrong reasons. Like, 
I don't know how many times you gonna turn and look at me. I'm not gonna pay attention. Oh no, I'm gonna be looking. You gonna, I'm gonna look at you so long. You have to pay attention because it's gonna be you gonna a miss the bunch movie. of those. I don't care. It's the same thing. It's just like Rock, the Rock is a superhero now. So is Jason Statham. It just uh, he already told us he's Black Superman. That's it. Y'all just fighting for supremacy. It's the end of Man of Steel. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed it. You know what I mean, Batman vs Superman. Man, I I just I just I'm about to say the Lawrence Fishburne was at the Man of Steel. I I just uh, I just want to see the Rock hold the helicopter from flying away. Cha- just please move. Don't on. forget Roman is in this too. Please move on. They knocked out a cameraman. Obviously is how? What did y'all do? Did you spear him? I don't I don't understand. That's a lot. That's a lot of testosterone coming at you though. I just want to know what happened. Why? How did y'all accidentally knock out a camera? You don't accidentally knock out nobody. We should read the article. I'm reading it right now. You know, he probably went for Superman punch. Oh my god! If he Superman punched the camera, I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh god! <laughs> Where is the? Please tell me that this shows when he knocks out the cameraman. Oh, I think he threw one of the props. Oh. Oh, shit. oh he lucaged it? Oh, so the camera just kind of like... It's like a tomahawk type of thing, I think. Oh, and the camera just kind of like went down and staggered. And he oh, it looks like a pipe. Damn. Oh, okay, that's better? No. You know what? I, I think until Hobbs and Shaw comes out, we need to roast rock movies. I really think... Oh, yes, it happened. Okay, so... They... He, I guess he was supposed to fake out like he threw it. Mm-hmm. He really threw it. And he hit the cameraman, and, and the camera went going. It just went tumbling to the ground. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so wrong. That's not funny. He's okay, so you can laugh. But okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please get back to the, it's, it's okay, the topics at hand. I'll tell you, I'm, gonna roast, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm roasting uh, all rock movies until... Fi- uh, Hobbs and Shaw come out. But there's a thing. I mean, you're just going to have more to roast then because Hobbs and Shaw look like it may be a good time. But I, at this point, how can you justify it being anywhere near the Fast and Furious uh, franchise at all? Like, what are we doing? It's not supposed to be. It's, it's supposed to shut Tyrese the fuck up. Ugh, this is very true. So, uh, WWE Network had a new programming oh. along with updating the network. Mm-hmm. I have not seen this updated network just yet. But you know what? It's broken. It doesn't work. People haven't been able to get on today. Sorry. I just saw really? It. Yeah, people have been, they, they've been trying to get in. A lot of people said they didn't like the new layout and then Let they were trying in. to get in today and it was knocking them back out. Damn. Somebody said it happened to them like five times. You know what? Live on this podcast, we're going to test this thing out. Are you going in right now? Yeah. We could have just seen it on TV. No, I'm just saying, I ain't gonna say I'm gonna do, do, do all that. I'm gonna go in there and they get your room and not gonna come out. I'll be honest with you. I'll be, I'll be real. First of all, while it's loading up, what, what about SmackDown? So, SmackDown was this little uh, music town hall thing they had special on Saturday night. It was only an hour long. Okay. And they only had three matches. Uh, David Otunga was on commentary. Okay. Not good. I mean, look, man, he got to pay for that uh, that 50-50 custody with Jennifer Hudson somehow. Go ahead. Yes, he does have a job. Uh, 
he's still bad. I mean, it's kind of like it's, worse it's, than Byron Saxon. It went from bad to worse. So. He hasn't been on there. He's Look, probably rusty. <laughs> so here's my thing. Uh, they was going to start. They start out with the match between Shinsuke and Finn Balor. Finn Balor was sick, mm-hmm. so Shinsuke said, uh, "Finn Balor doesn't come out. He forfeit. I win." So Ali comes out, and Ali like, "No, nah, we ain't having that play." So they have a. Uh, Ali versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the kind of championship. Good match. Good one, match? Okay. Yeah, one that happened at SummerSlam. Uh, Nakamura wins with the Kinshasa right to the chest of Ali. Pressure to win here in his uh, crushed velvet all red. What else is new? Go ahead. Uh, Elias comes out for a musical performance. Mm. And, of course, of course, <laughs> it, that's basically what it is. And right now, for some reason, W.com is not loading up. Uh, the network or W.com? W.com. Ain't loaded up. Oh, well, they had that sale tonight. It's probably, the site's probably crushing. What the fuck? Yeah, I well, thought you were trying to network. I, yeah, yeah, get to, yeah, get to network through w.com. Oh, really? Computer. Yes. There's no separate, because I, I only time I ever watch it is the app on the TV. Yeah, but on the computer, you got to go to w.com to go oh, to the network. It's kind of like if you have the app, then you got to go through the app to get to the network. That's fine, but I've never, like, we've always watched it on TV. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. It's in the here, there. So, Kevin Owens goes out to and uh, interrupts Elias, has a match with Elias. Quick match, hits a stunner, boom, bam, done. Mm-hmm. Then we get to our main event, triple third match between Kofi Kingston, Samoa Joe, and Dolph Ziggler. Gotcha. Uh, quick matchup, it only goes about 13 minutes. Oh, wow. Kofi, yeah, Kofi retains by pinning Samoa Joe again. All right, then. For it retaining his WWE championship. So it wasn't really much going on. I, I, I was trying to understand what the point of the special was in the first place. Understandable. But okay, like, you know, so that, that was either here or there. Oh, so me, sorry. that was a uh, Smackville. So, guys, look, that, that's basically what it was uh, for this week. I've actually enjoyed having my wife on the podcast that's this right. week. So hopefully next week, uh, Q Flow. Make his way back, or if not, to whatever time he need, yep. he'll come back. But I'll, I'll take care of the slack, and then hopefully, if you guys want to hear a spoiler roasting of Hobbs and Shaw, it's gonna be a roast. Make sure you guys check out the uh, Nerdgasm Talk podcast. I will have that up by Saturday, where we can talk all about Hobbs and Shaw. It's gonna be interesting. And all the things of how Disney has made like over five to six billion dollars this year alone. Jesus. Yes, all, almost every Disney movie that came out made a billion dollars. And yet, and still, they still rate ticket prices at the damn parks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't cost like thousands of dollars for us to go as a family of four. Go ahead. Sorry. See oh, yeah. here nor there. Yeah, that's it. I don't get it neither. So, uh. But yeah, guys. So that's why I'm gonna end the podcast right there. So make sure you guys check out the No uh, Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast on all your podcast apps such as Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker, and Apple Podcasts, along with us on YouTube Premium. Especially check us out on SpacesFully.com. I'll bring you all the podcast needs such as Lulu and Pop Lulu Pop Horror Show, both sides, and of course the Nerdgasm Talk podcast, the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast. Turntable talk about culture and beyond, drunk thoughts, sober times. All great content that we're going to be on. You know what I'm also going to try to put this podcast on? Anchor. Okay. I'm going to get some notoriety on Anchor also. Cool. And so, you know, see, all publicity, good publicity. Isn't that what Easy told me? All right, I got you. <laughs> I got you. So, so stay tuned for that. Guys, we got a lot of great content coming for you guys this week. 
uh, more universe mode because we're doing a countdown to SummerSlam. I'm also trying to uh, get the countdown to Evo for those fighting game fanatics out there. Make sure we get all to that and stuff like that. And make sure you check out you know all the Raw Spider reviews and stuff like that. So once again, this is NCM Place. We chill with Mercedes and with my beautiful wife, the Great Sketch Lady Sketch. It's been real. And Q Flow, I know where you're at, but have your emphasis. Take us out. <laughs> to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.